Hi, this is Kathy White and Anisa Carruthers. And we hope everyone enjoyed a Canadian Thanksgiving on the October 8th to 10th uh, weekend, and it's Tuesday, October the 10th. And we are so pleased to be having for our interview today a girl by the name of Bibi, and she's going to tell us all about herself in just a few minutes. So it's been a really busy weekend in Whistler. I expected a nice, quiet first, I guess it wasn't my first Thanksgiving, but the first one where I kind of didn't realize how many people I knew. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. I thought I was going to sit at home in my new place and unpack, and I ended up going to the movies. I ended up eating um, my first turkey dinner that was actually like sliced meat with cranberries <laughs> with a whole bunch of Aussie women. It was amazing. Um, so I think everybody's got a different tradition that they brings to brings to Whistler or they pick up a piece that they like and, and, and use it, which is kind of neat because we have such an international community. And it would be very interesting to hear your take on Thanksgiving weekend, Bibi. Thank you. Hello, everybody. I appreciate you ladies inviting me for uh, this unique interview. Um, so I never celebrated Thanksgiving before I came to Canada. Uh, it was a new thing to me, but I really like gathering together and cooking food and get together with friends. Uh, so once everyone here in Whistler are far away from their families, most of us, mm-hmm. uh, I love this tradition. And since then, pretty much every Thanksgiving, like we got together with few mm-hmm. friends and had a good Well, I think it's officially called an orphan's dinner because everybody who's an orphan just kind of gathers, <laughs> gathers <laughs> together, even though it's in a very, I think that's uh, how we've made it a little more Canadian too, is that we include everybody. So it's really neat, uh, as we go through our eight questions here at Epic Lifestyles on our podcast, we asked Bibi here today to share with us three most important things about what we should know about you. (laughs) All right, uh, so I'm going to introduce myself a little bit at first. So I'm originally from Prague, uh, which is the capital city of Czech Republic in Middle Europe. Uh, that's where uh, my strong accent is from, if you <laughs> wonder. Um, and I started to travel the world. Uh, I've been to New Zealand and a little bit of Asia. And I always dreamt of coming to uh, resort town to ski all winter. And then I got this chance. So that was amazing. And... Originally, I injured myself, had to get some surgeries, but I didn't give up my dream and I came back again. (laughs) And yeah, it's been six years now. Oh, wow. Um, So another thing is uh, I'm very optimistic, uh, enthusiastic, and I get really easily excited about like the littlest things. (laughs) Uh, And I really enjoy getting other people really stoked too. Uh, and I would say third thing is uh, I am super obsessed with all kind of stuff of coffee. Uh, <laughs> I drink coffee since I'm like 14, 15, and I've been always working in coffee shops uh, besides my other career. Uh, yeah. So what was your first <laughs> coffee shop that you got, like, got you into coffee? So it was besides our high school. Okay. Uh, and you know, when people have the lunch breaks and you go to the uh, school uh, lunch room, uh, that was not cool enough for 14 years old girls. So there was a coffee shop next to it. And yeah, we have a group of best friends, like four or five, and we are two cool 
for the lunchroom, so we went to the coffee shop for coffee. Oh, that's excellent. I know for me, I started drinking coffee because I didn't like it, because I was always the designated driver, and so I didn't want to drink fast because everybody would buy you another drink of whatever it was, whether it was coffee. So I just, I'm like, coffee, I'll just sip my coffee and I'll be part of the crowd. That's how I got into red wine, too. Didn't like red wine. But then you start, <laughs> when you're drinking coffee slow, you start to realize all the different flavors and, the, and, and all the different unique different characters of it because you're drinking it slow and because you don't like it you're just like drinking it really slow and then you start to crave it I don't know it's something there's something about it I th- yeah like the you start slowly you don't really like it and you drink more and more and suddenly you realize so much about it oh so it's not just me <laughs> me totally too yeah <laughs> So I imagine um, what you have found with your love of coffee and coffee drinks is it's integrated into your work, which you recently were, well, how long have you been working at? Uh, yeah, so um, yeah, getting to the other question about the work, uh, I'm currently working as a, a manager of Starbucks in Creekside in Whistler, uh, and I've been there for six years. Wow. So actually since when I got to Whistler and I've been there as store manager for about three years now. And that Starbucks is kind of unique compared to how many, I think we have four altogether in Whistler and it's unique. uh, And and you tell us about it. Okay. Uh, So we are part of Whistler Black Comp, uh, now owned by Vale Resorts. Uh, So that's unique that we are not owned by a corporation. Uh, so like of Starbucks, uh, yeah, and we are a little bit more unique and yeah. Super. So, but but and back to the question: What is work and what is play? So, besides, yeah, my job and passion for coffee, which I could go full on there. Uh, um, when I work, um, I find myself giving to it like all I have. Uh, I want to give the best I can do for myself uh, to, yeah, make the workplace, uh, the work goals uh, the best possible. Uh, where in work, I, uh, my goal is to create positive work environment for coworkers uh, and create the best moment for customers as well. Uh, my thing is I'm detailed and thorough, which sometimes is good. <laughs> sometimes it's better to be a bit less perfectionist and detailed. So that's definitely my thing too. <laughs> we call that OCD. OCD? <laughs> it's, not too, it's not that bad. I wish it were catching. I wish I could catch it. <laughs> yeah. And then for your playtime. Mm-hmm. So my playtime, my main hobby is, uh, is snowboarding. Uh, I do snowboard in the powder if there is a good powder day in the resort. I'm lazy to hike. I'm going to be honest about it. Uh, so I end up uh, usually in the park. Uh, that's where you can find me. Uh, in the summer, I love biking. Again, I'm quite lazy to bike uh, up the hill. So usually you find me in the bike park. <laughs> And I balance it out with some yoga or runs or gym at a time. Uh, yeah, and I, and, and yeah. just because we're on the play part, I think what one of the reasons I was excited for us to interview you is you're, you've achieved what some people would consider a life goal or a bucket list to take an entire winter off to ski. Exactly. So that's a very new uh, thing and big change in my life. So after six, six years being here, uh, doing the career, uh, I decided to ease off a little bit debrief and actually enjoy fully uh, winter snowboarding. 
So super exciting and I would love to get more people excited and give them the feeling you can do it. It's not impossible. Uh, what I'm gonna do, uh, I'm gonna knock it. <laughs> uh, but the plan is I would like to travel uh, in the other resorts, uh, mostly through Vail resorts as we now can have like the pass for so many resorts. Mm-hmm. So I wanna go to Colorado, to other resorts, to uh, California, but also maybe scoop out a little bit of uh, resorts in Canada. Nice. And I think you're going to be uh, a little bit unique because though we did see a lot of epic passes coming this direction over the border, I will get that they probably haven't seen very many epic passes from Whistler going to the other side of the border. So you're going to be exciting to them too. (laughs) I'll be one of them for sure. (laughs) So is there something that you want others to help you achieve or that you would want them to support you with? Um, What I found challenging... uh, and I think that's something what we could, what in Whistler in general or the resorts could be put a bit more focus on is work-life balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find it here, everyone comes here to like ride and meet new people. And often people end up working two jobs, have like one day off a week when you're so drained that you can't really play or, you know, it's not even safe to go riding. <laughs> and people just yeah. end up like kind of frustrated and upset and uh, kind of like, you know, can can train you a little bit uh, and I know it for myself and I know it from like my workers and my friends as well and I think I don't really know what's the solution but maybe don't pretend we are all perfect and I can ride and I can work and I can do it all we're just humans and we need to relax sometimes and yeah I think if we talk about it a bit more mm-hmm. maybe there might be some ways I think that was part of my thing at working at Thornhill Group as a realtor in the Whistler Sea to Sky Corridor was the work-life balance. And I am going to post onto our podcast a form that I use from a sales trainer that I met a long time ago by the name of Richard Robbins. And it's a life balance form. And really, sometimes we do have to sit down and say, here's my private time to rest and reflect other time with family and friends, my work life, and then my play at the same time. How can I integrate it all into a work-life balance? So I think it's an excellent form, and I'll be happy to share it with everyone. Excellent. Thank you. I would be very happy to see it. Mm -hmm. So if you could pick one book that everyone should read, especially when you go traveling, what would it be? Uh, one is very hard, so I'll probably say few if you allow. Okay. <laughs> uh, at the moment, I have a book from Carolyn Miss on my desk, which I want to start reading. It's Anatomy of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. So it's a book when you kind of try to heal yourself. Uh, I'm not really sure yet. I haven't read it, but I heard a lot about it uh, with like the power of, power of your thoughts and your like well-being uh you can actually heal yourself and uh set yourself free and happy and so on we'll find a link for it as well uh yeah Yeah. awesome so that's uh that's uh, that's ahead uh but previously talking about a bit of like spiritual book which caught my eye uh there's a trilogy from don millman which is called peaceful warrior Yes, I was actually raised. No teenager got out of our neighborhood without reading that. No yeah. way. And that's the peaceful warrior. Way of the peaceful warrior. Way of the peaceful. And warrior. Um, then there's the, the second book, uh, the one in Hawaii. Secret journey. Yeah, of the peaceful warrior. It, it was that one was life changing as well. Hmm. Um, 
And Absolutely then, agree. Everybody should read that, especially teenagers. I think if you have a teenager or a preteen, it's a tool that they can use. Why did you find it life-changing? Um, I think there's when you see something... Um, when you see something from someone else's perspective and you see the challenges that they overcome, uh, you start to understand yourself a bit better. I worked for a surgeon and his wife, for example, and when you're a surgeon, you spend all that time in um, books that are not, uh, there's no myth, you're not, under, you're not learning to understand other people. I, I, I grew up reading The Hobbit, uh, Millman books, things like that, where you're learning how to understand other people and how they react and how they feel because you're and I guess so I, I worked for these two people that had they had a real lack of understanding from their of their staff not a lack of want to understand but when you haven't read books like this it it, it, it challenges you when you've only read textbooks um, and you, you you look at a textbook and you figure if you go through all the steps it's gonna work out but what you're missing is the things between the lines. And books like this help you read between the lines. Mm. And they help you read people better. So I think, yeah, I think it's amazing. I think also what I would like to add about this book, it's extremely easy to read. Mm -hmm. So if someone is looking maybe a bit like transforming or think, just, just think a little bit more about like yourself, where you are at, your values, what is your inspiration, really easy book to start with. Mm -hmm. It's not like too spiritual, like, It's don't a story. get offended. It's a story. It's a story. Yeah. Mm. It's lessons through story. And what I found out is great to have these like spiritual books which make you think. On the other hand, talking also about work-life balance, it's great to have books with uh, like some drama or a story. <laughs> so Sex. Yep. <laughs> you totally forget about like your daily thoughts, your daily life, and you can be full on in that story. Mm. So the book, which I read in like a day, I think, or two, uh, the best book I've ever read is from Mario Puzo, the famous The Godfather. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I would say. The book, The Godfather? Yeah. Gosh, I've only ever oh. seen the movies. Okay, so yeah, have a book and plan a day off and you, you're well, set. We have one of the most amazing <laughs> libraries in the world. So if you can't find it, find it at your local bookstore, you can um, often go to your library and there's a download system. If you're a library member, you can generally download a book. You still have to wait for it, which I don't understand. <laughs> if it's out, they only have like four digital copies, which that's confusing. So those are all books that we'll post online and uh, you can find them at your local library or purchase them online. Super. And aside from your downhill mountain biking and your snowboarding what are the favorite thing or things that you like to do in Whistler that's hard to say because it's definitely bike park and snow park <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if I would have to leave those on a side um oh I don't even know I do you have a special trail that you like to hike Uh, no, I don't like hiking, <laughs> unfortunately. I would say... Okay, best spot in the bike park. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Let's narrow it down. Uh, And then I know that I'm you chilling. two can have a conversation um, about that. <laughs> just about a bike park and snow park and snowboarding. Uh, of course, I love the trails and the thrill of it. But thinking about it, the best moment is when you actually ride down like a little bit of a trail or a little bit of a mountain. And then you are by yourself. You just stop for a bit after riding. There is no one around you and you look around for the view and you take a breath and everything stops and it's just you and the mountains and just find it so inspiring and you always I always think like oh that's why I'm here 
Ja, leider. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That says it all. And I can't think you are going to, of all the wonderful epic journeys that you're going to enjoy in those same sort of vistas that you're going to see using the epic pass for the whole winter. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Definitely. So, yeah. And I think that's something what people really could consider like now with uh, like the epic pass we have so many options you can just you know grab your car and drive for a few days take a week off and just do it it's i think it's more accessible than ever before yeah and i don't think it's there's any way you know people might uh, i don't think there's a way to separate whistler from the fact that we have the epic pass as an option for skiing i know there are some people for example buying passes for grouse and things like that Mm-hmm. Um, which also is interesting because that's in their budget and that they want they're going to head towards Vancouver to do that but it's it's so unusual to have this opportunity to, to travel the world on this one pass on the and, and we don't work for bail <laughs> right? so. actually I would say one more thing uh, thinking about like what's my favorite thing about uh, Whistler uh, I forgot to mention community so far so what I like about it is and hopefully we can find it in other resorts as well uh, that same-minded individuals like gather here uh you have people who are looking for adventures uh are open-minded uh, it's just really refreshing and like most of the people like the healthy lifestyle and being active and uh, yeah when you spend time with those kind of people you kind of like feed off on each other and it helps you better achieve your goals as well and it's interesting to try and explain when people talk when I talk I'm like come retire to Whistler because that's this is where I'm going to spend the rest of my life and it's for exactly that reason because I want people to come and experience that drive for personal health personal freedom um spiritual freedom all that's here and people gather in such a different way than I've ever seen and people show up for each other like I've never seen before as well like this weekend was a really good example I thought I'd be unpacking by myself and I ended up going to an orphan's dinner ended up doing Ikea furniture with my brother ended up going to a movie with a friend you know it was just and it was just that sense of community of oh what are you doing oh I'm not doing anything let's do something and there's always something to do because it's even though we aren't big we're condensed and intense condensed <laughs> and intense <laughs> so we've got everything that you could ever want in the city but then we have those vistas to just like I went for I walked four kilometers this weekend and all of it was so beautiful and amazing and you've got these moments on top of everything but you still have everything you could want in a city. Definitely. So, yeah. And uh, what's the plus compared to the city? It's creating friendships. Uh, so because everyone comes here and usually by themselves or with like another two people they know, uh, people tend to create quickly friendships. Like mm-hmm. you meet someone once and oh, let's go for a bike ride. Like mm-hmm. let's, you know, come for for like a dinner or a drink or something. So definitely way easier to, to I, I think there's a sense of immediate, more immediate trust than if you were to live in a city as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because as a traveler, because even though I haven't traveled recently, as a traveler, you have to trust those people around you to have to have a better time and to to get along in the world like I remember one day I I just sat outside the visitor center in Copenhagen and ended up finding the right people to get me onto the next leg of my trip to find the best things to do to get there faster you trust people and and things work out better Hmm. and so now we're on to our question number six what product are you rarely without (laughs) 
Uh, I have it, of course, with me right now, right here. Uh, it's a beanie. <laughs> um, I've just recently went through my closet. And believe it or not, I had like, I think, 35 caps and like 20 beanies. We'll translate that for Canadians. That's a toque. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. And for our American friends. <coughs> what do they call it? Hats. Oh. Hats. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. And actually, I had a thing. Uh, I was putting the hats slash caps uh, around my wall. And uh, the goal was to have a full circle around my room on the wall with the hats. Uh, yeah, so definitely an obsession. <laughs> <laughs> That's super. And now we're... So what do you hope to be doing or keep doing 10 or 20 years from now? Um, so uh, I plan to still be active biking and snowboarding and doing yoga. Um, and especially here in Whistler, I met so many people who are in their like 70s. They have like 100 days on the mountain, Mm -hmm. they ski every day, Uh, they go to play hockey, they go to, I don't know, gym every day. They age backwards here. I don't know. It's true. (laughs) Don't tell anyone. Definitely. (laughs) Come to Whistler, find out yourself. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, definitely very big inspiration seeing these people around. Um, And I hope I will keep my enthusiasm and still uh, be excited for little things and will be able to share the enthusiasm and have a positive uh, outlook on life with others. I can't see that diminishing ever. No. <laughs> so at the end, what we always do is um, between the three people at the table, we always share a life hack. So Kathy, I wanted to start with you. Well, as I said earlier, that balance of life and work is so important and family and friends and enjoying nature. So I find that that balanced form uh, of time blocking for making sure that you take a break from what you're doing and enjoy life to the fullest. And we'll post that on the podcast. Awesome. And you do a very good job of it for sure. Um, For me, Uh, My physio gave me some new exercises because of my concussion. I'm supposed to strengthen my neck muscles. And so I've got these just little five-pound weights, and you're supposed to sit on a bench, which would mean going to the gym. And for the five minutes, I'm supposed to do these exercises because even just doing those gives me a headache. Um, I'm supposed to have a bench, and going to the gym just doesn't make sense for the five minutes that I'm doing this. And I found my ice chest, my Coleman ice chest, if I just put a, a blanket over top of it and I lay on it either way, I actually do these great, I can do like op, reverse sit-ups with my legs up and I can do a whole bunch of different exercises just lying on my ice box. So use your ice box for exercise. <laughs> if you've got a nice sturdy one, uh, let me qualify that. Mine is a nice, big, sturdy, super insulated. It also hides your weights afterwards. Oh. So, um, the next step is to make a cover for it, obviously, so it's then pretty as well, because it's my bedstand as well. A very good hack. Yes. You never know when you need it. Yep. Well, and in Whistler, you, quite many of us have small spaces. So when you have a small space, like it's not an option to have a bench or have something for everything. It's you, you're, you know, my life fits in my car at the moment. Everything I can move, I can move tomorrow and no problem so one of the life hacks in probably this case as well is less is always more (laughs) 
So yeah, I do maybe not need all those things. And if you do, there's always a reusage center <laughs> to tr twist it around. Um, what I wanted to mention here, um, it's my outlook on life. Uh, try to find something nice and positive about every person you meet. Um, and I think this would be good for everybody to just be a little bit more understanding and uh, compassionate uh, with others. And they have different values. Everybody has different stories, different uh, battles, different past. You don't know anything about. And uh, yeah, if you just, if someone is not nice to you, you don't know why is that. And I think if everyone is just like more understanding that, oh, whatever is going on there, I don't know nothing about it. Like, you know, I'll judge, assume judge that person. Judge less quickly. Yeah. Judge, judge slowly. Everyone has the best intentions. So I think if everyone is, yeah, more, more compassion, it would create, yeah, less drama and more happy, uh, yeah, connections in life. Mm, that's lovely. And what a great way to finish our little podcast. Absolutely. So we'll look forward to catching you up on another excellent epic lifestyles adventure. We are going to follow along with Bibi and hear about her adventures. Are you planning on doing a travel blog while you're on your route? I am not sure yet, but I might. So I, if I do, I would be happy to provide you with a link. We might need to get you to be one of our uh, traveling bloggers. Oh, <laughs> that would be that awesome. would be so much fun. And maybe Starbucks will sponsor you. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I've never done a blog, but I am now on a way to uh, accept new challenges, including this interview. So I might take you up on that. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thanks everybody for coming. You can find us on epiclifestyles.ca. We have also um, have Twitter and a whole bunch of other ways to get a hold of us. Once you get there, if you're in Whistler, give us a call for coffee. We might be able to go to Starbucks. <laughs> Thank you. Have a great day. <laughs>